and welcome to The Turning Point, a weekly show that's being created to help you overcome the challenges of having the career you always dreamed of. Together, we're going to be learning how to overcome those obstacles that may stand in your way. My guests will give you an insight into their own turning point and what issues they came across when starting their journey to a happier working life. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Turning Point. Today's guest is Arvind Kamsi. Uh, he helps entrepreneurs become super humans and build a business out of it. Well, we all want to be Superman and we all want to be successful. So, Arvind, welcome along. Thank you so much for having me. It's such My a thrill pleasure. to be here with you. Um, we had briefly had a, ha- had a chat, um, but let's start at the beginning. Talk to me about when you first started out. Talk to me about Career 1.0. Okay, sure. Yeah. So I I remember since I was actually I, I go I go a little bit uh, you know back in uh, in my childhood. I I think my first introduction to personal development was when I was about I want to say seven. Uh, I saw my mom reading one of Tony Robbins books and. So I asked her about it and uh, she told me all about Tony Robbins and all these successful people that she reads about. And I didn't understand the word. <laughs> what I did understand was that Tony Robbins owned an island. And and that was for <laughs> me, for me, that was very exciting. And I thought, oh, I, I want to own an island and invite my friends over and just uh, have a lot of fun with them. And so... That was that was the bar quite high there, going for your own <laughs> island. I like it. Right. So that was my introduction to to personal development, and then uh, kind of going forward, I in college and school, I because of my the influence in my family having a lot of physicians, dentists. I wanted to become a dentist, and so I would just talk with a lot of influencers in the in the healthcare industry i just surrounded myself with these amazing people and um all the way until there was a point that i just thought oh is this what i want to do is this or is this something my dad wants really wants me to do well that was something i was going to ask you when you when you said right i want to be a dentist did you actually want to be a dentist or were you just were you following obviously members of your family are uh, right. physicians and dentists did you just kind of think that's the way you had to go or were you sort of pushed into that direction yeah I think I was pushed into it a little bit um and you know I, I would say voluntarily because I didn't know um I think I didn't know a lot of other people in my social circles who weren't doing uh what their parents wanted them to do or yeah it was just that, uh, just the average, typical um, idea of, okay, well, parents think this is the best thing to do. Yeah, that's that's got to be the best thing to do then. And so, yeah. And, well, we, just before I asked that question, you were sort of starting to allude to, well, is is this really for me? How far how far did you get into like dentistry? Yeah. So, um, right. Uh, before you started thinking about that right i even i even got to a got accepted into a dental school uh, charles dental school and it's one of the great schools in in uh eastern europe and i and it's the funny thing is that actually my dad he told me oh no don't go there go to an even better school and 
And that actually, because if I were to go, maybe that would have changed my life. And so this, uh, it was a very interesting point for me to just say, just looking back, um, just being accepted to something, I was like, oh, this is exciting. Maybe I would have done it. And then later on down the road, then I would just say, oh, this wasn't my thing. So kind of uh, my, my dad saved me, saved me there. And um, I, I did, you know, I, I, I was going to all the conferences for in the healthcare and dental world. I was reading their uh, newspapers. I was even contributing to National uh, American Student Dental Association newspaper uh, blogs. And I was just surrounding myself with all these dentists around me so that um, I was being mentored by the vice president of the American Student Dental Association. I'm still being mentored. He's an amazing person. Um, and and so a lot of lot of uh, activities that you know very serious people would do in the dental world, I did it, and I did it because I wanted to make sure that's my thing. Like I went all in, and then to only realize that okay, well, is it my thing or is it my dad's thing? And I had to really think about that really deeply. Just say where did this come from, and. Yeah, so that's that's essentially how I figured that, and it, and I I say this, you know, it, it just you know it took probably thirty seconds to talk about it. This took me a long time to figure this out and really get over it too. Just saying, oh, I spent all these years doing this. Like, is that okay? Can I can I just shift to something else? And so, how long was that? Yeah, so I would say, also remember when I was about twelve, uh, sitting a dinner table and uh, my dad's friends who are actually all dentists sitting around this table <laughs> and they asked me also oh, what is it you wanted to him's like oh i want to become a dentist too and uh and so i the room greeted you with a smile yeah exactly and so that was that was very much appreciated what by them just like yeah of course that's the best thing to do and and then uh to up until i want to say I want to say 20, so about about good eight years, I I had this intention of just really going heavily into um, the dental world, and I think the the point that I realized it's it's a little bit it, it it was kind of confusing for me was that every time I would share with people why I wanted to do it, I wouldn't feel congruent. It just didn't. It would to me. It wouldn't feel that I'm, uh, it was almost like not lying and more of just, it wouldn't feel congruent. It wouldn't feel right to myself. Sometimes people wouldn't notice it. I would notice it every time I would share it. And I was like, oh, this is weird. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. being a dentist has, has got to be, well, the education process and the training is, is full on because let's be fair, you've got sharp objects mm-hmm. and uh, in people's mouths and you're doing things with needles and all sorts of things. So you, the training is, well, it's medical, isn't it? So it's, it's right. pretty intense and it's, it's going to take a lot of time to perfect the art. Right. Um, and if, if you, if you're like not a hundred percent into that, then you're going to falter. So I guess like throwing yourself in at the very deep end, uh, initially force you to realize that, do you know what? This, this probably isn't for me. That's right. Yeah. And I, it got to the point that I could see myself doing it. I could, like, I was obviously accepted to dental school. I was seeing, 
everything that I needed to do really well was there for me. It's like I had all the support. And at that point, I thought, okay, let me just feel it. Let me feel this uh, to see how it feels for me to do this for the rest of my life. And and it wasn't it. And um, I guess there is another thing that I didn't share was that I got a chance to uh, meet with uh, Tony Robbins' son. And I, I remember this time and that I asked him, say, hey, this is my idea. So I want to become a dentist. And then I also wanted to do this business. And uh, the reason that I want to do dentistry is because I want to be able to fund my business. <laughs> and and he looks at me and he's just like, looking back, I think it's just super easy for me to even decide between the two or even tell someone what to do when they're in that situation. Because it's just such an obvious, um, you know, I would say uncertainty issue. So, so not being certain to be able to run your business so then you say oh let me do something else to be able to fund it and well, so there's, do, there's doing something else to fund a business and then dentistry that's right that's <laughs> I mean, right that's quite, it's quite an extreme thing to do especially with all the training and then the reputation required i mean yeah exactly <laughs> people get jobs in like retail stores and things like that to fund what they want to do or that's or, right or delivery drivers and things like that no right. i'm going full dentist oh, that's <laughs> a lot of work. exactly yeah, and uh, and you know you're talking about you're talking about the, the the training. The training takes years, so it's about seven years of training, and then you come out, and then you want to do specialize in something. Another couple of years, um, a lot of investment, and I would just feel safer going that route. So that was my feeling around it. I would feel safe to go do dentistry and then work on my business, because then mm-hmm. my dad would be happy. <laughs> Um, and then also I would, um, I would have something in place, not knowing, okay, what my business is that point. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of key things that you said there was that you, you would feel safe, um, which is what a lot of people want to do when, when they're doing pretty much anything to do with, uh, their career, because it all, it tends to all evolve around money and people have mortgages and rent and this, that and the other. But what you mentioned there was you wanted to be safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but your dad would be happy. You never said that you would be happy there. You you were talking about your dad. Exactly, and again, happiness wasn't my goal. Being safe was my goal, and and that's that's a, a not a not the best intention going forward with a, with an idea, even if it's a business. Just saying, hey, I think this is going to be a safe choice, or. Um, the other, I guess the alternative would be, hey, this is going to be an exciting lifestyle for me. Is that better than being safe? Of course, right? Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. It's just, I, well, you, I'm, you obviously picked up on it as as I did that, that that's it kind of the, for what, for somebody who wants to push forward and be better, um, going right. the safe option is not the right option. It's uh, a lot, for a lot of people, the end goal is happiness. Uh, I think you need that happiness to keep, the continual drive going forwards um, mm-hmm. to get to the end game. Uh, and you sounds like you picked up on that pretty quickly from what we're about to discuss. Right. Yeah. So what happened then when you, you speak uh, to Robinson and he said, he obviously said something to you that you were like, Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Um, this might not be the right route for me. Right. So, so Jarek, uh, Tony Robinson, son, he, so we, we were sitting at this hotel and, and I tell him about my ideas and I'm like, 
okay, this is what I want to do. This I have this idea and I have this other idea. And then what do you think? And he, he went, well, I think you should, you should just calm down. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and uh, so I, I was just so, I think, uh, just nervous about this whole idea of like, you know, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to build my lifestyle. Today is my day to um, maybe just get some info, insight on how, how I can, how I can build my lifestyle. So anyways, so he, he told me, Hey, if you want to do that, do one first and then do the other one. And to me, I thought about it and I thought, okay, well, sure i can i can do i can do dentistry and then then uh, do my then then start my business and i mean that's a long time to wait exactly talking about seven years training and then if you go into a specialism another two years that's nine years you got to wait till you start your own business exactly and and then and then i thought about i thought about i've you know in the past i've had this uh say near death experience and i really i really thought it through uh, i thought oh well so i'm gonna wait seven years knowing that everything's gonna go fine and me just at the end of seven years or nine years just say hey now this is a good time for me to start my business is that is life that linear that i think it is mm-hmm. and and it wasn't i i knew it's not it's not the case and so i thought and then Besides that, I was also thinking, again, I kept thinking about, oh, why, what's my intention? What's my intention behind going that route to begin with? Is safety a thing for me? And it was. At that point, I was just so hanging out to, hanging on to, to safety. And I even remember asking my, my dad about it. And he's like, well, you can do business, but that's not a guaranteed choice. That's not a guaranteed career neither. And I was like, Yes, it's not, and um, it's great. That's not a guaranteed thing. It's exciting. It's it's beautiful, and uh, and so I think that's that's the change in mindset. A lot of people would say, "Oh, it's not guaranteed." Well, then qu- let's quit. Let's let's just uh, that's not that's not going to work out then. Whereas I think we, uh, there's right? not many things in life guaranteed, are there? Of course, yeah, exactly. And and even job is 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 our jobs guaranteed? Of course not. not. Far from it. Right. Exactly. And so I I I thought about it i was just feeling of course you know people telling people who are closest to you telling you there's a path is that's better than your path and so it's uh, it's sometimes difficult sometimes challenging to just say is it or is it not <laughs> and uh yeah so th- that was that was part of my journey so where 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 are we now what are we What's the thought process um, at this point and where are you going with your business? Have you made the decision to leave dentistry altogether? Oh, yeah. Oh, already done that. I, I'm full time in my business. Uh, so what in between the uh, dentistry and being full time in your business, what right. what happened there? How did the how did the transition go with your, <laughs> your family? Um, oh, not fun. <laughs> Like not that. fun not fun you, I, say, you did start laughing as i was saying that i so know it's gonna be interesting <laughs> oh okay yeah i there's some videos of me sharing what feelings i go through or what thoughts i'm going through with a couple of really good friends of mine in mastermind groups and i just kept them because they're just they're just funny they're just really funny <laughs> i i 
I, I mean, I was dreading, you know, making this decision of uh, really being self-reliant as opposed to just taking on every other, you know, there are all these influencers around me or all successful people in the dental world. And they're telling me, no, no, don't do that. Don't go that route. And, and then I had to just kind of go inward and think, what's, what, what do I want to achieve from that? And so it was not as easy as I, maybe as I, it sounds like for someone who listens to this, just say, oh, well then just one day he just thought, oh, well, that's not a good idea. Let's just change career. It wasn't, it wasn't. I, um, what, gonna, yeah. So what were those things that made it not easy upon leading to that decision? I think the, the most challenging part of it was to just say, hey, all these opposing views are around me telling me not to do it. And, and of course, this didn't come from business owners. This were all people who are in the dental world. So what would they say? They would say, yeah, go through the dental world because that's the best choice. And, and for me to just say, but what about me? What, what am I thinking? What, what do I want to get from this? I think that was a big growing point for me. I just, uh, I think up until that point, I, I, I couldn't see myself making decisions uh, to just be that self-reliant, just rely on myself that much. And t- the turning point for me was just say, hey, if I do just trust myself, I can fail and that's okay because I can figure it out. Well, the, the worst place you would be is back where you were. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, do you think that? Do you think that that dis, the, the the thing you were struggling with there was? Uh, can will you be okay being self reliant? Um, because and why do you think that the people who are obviously you're surrounded by people in the dentist world, right? Why do you think that they were reluctant? Um, to give you sort of a positive attitude towards it. I mean, obviously that you're, you're saying your family's around and physicians and dentists and things like that. So obviously they've got an inner circle of friends or all these other people, but mm-hmm. why, why would they want to keep you in? Why would they not want to let you flourish in your own route? Yeah. And it's not, it's not because they don't want a good lifestyle for me or they don't want the oh, better. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's obviously not that. Yeah. And I would say, I think it's a big um, idea that if you just realize at some point that let's say I I give you I propose an idea to you Daniel and then um, and I just say hey this is the better way to do XYZ and if I see you do it differently and be equally accomplished or even better or do it even better than I do, the first immediate feeling that I have is just going to feel uncomfortable because I feel that uh, the the uh, disharmony, the, the just feeling incongruent, just thinking, oh, well, then I either your idea is better or my idea. And so I think for people to just say, hey, they've spent years in this business, their, their own industry, and then telling me, their own business or their own industry is not suitable or at least not suitable for everyone. I think that's a difficult thing for someone who can say that and just say, Hey, I there, there are these things that I don't like about my business. Cause 
they wouldn't think about it on a daily basis. You you can think about your own uh, job or business. Think about you you would rather focus on the positive things about your business, and then I think that would be also true when you want to influence someone. You just try to just say, "Hey, this is the best thing," even yeah. though it could not be. Right? Do you think? Do you think it was a a sense of they they didn't understand or a lack of education uh, for the people who like, weren't direct family, I guess, but. Mm-hmm for people who are your family in that group, that circle of people, I mean, there's obviously going to be the fear factor in there because you're going it on your own with um, no uh, real guarantees of any income. So they're obviously going to fear for your well-being and your survival and things like that. Yeah, Uh, Survival, not as in you're going to die or anything like that, but I just mean growing forwards with what you want to do in your life. So there's obviously that, especially coming from your dad, Mm -hmm. Um, but the people who are just friends and things like that, do you think it was an educational thing who didn't really understand what you were wanting to do? Combination of all. Yeah, it's it's knowledge. So you're talking about education. It's knowledge, it's experience, it's environment. I was in the environment of people who were all also looking for guaranteed path or a safe path. And as soon as I came out of that a little bit, then I was presented with millions of people who are not going after that path. They actually get excited for not having something that's uh, so safe and certain and uh, guaranteed, if that's what we want to call it. It's a bit, get the bit of excitement, I guess. <laughs> a lot of like-minded people out there when you get in, when you get in the, into the, the realms of things that are different and there's a, a real sense of community as well that's people right want to help you do other things want to teach things that they've learned everyone's help everybody really absolutely um, absolutely mm-hmm. so you just decided just right this really isn't for me i'm going to push on i've i'm fed up with being behind this sort of wall of um people strictly saying well it might not work it might not work and you just thought right i'm going to do it anyway uh, exactly and like you see you got in front of these people who are like in the same mindset and and i guess once you took that first that first step and realized wow there's all these people out here who are saying the same sort of things as me this is awesome i was sure i imagine your eyes just lit up and you were like do you know what i can do this there's absolutely no way i'm going back to be a dentist i'm going to smash this oh absolutely i think i i feel that on a daily basis i just think oh my god that was such a great decision <laughs> and <laughs> and you know i think just maybe having successful business, earning a lot of money. All these are great things about having having a business. And then the feeling that you get, I think the growing point that I had, I'm never going to forget that moment when I was presented with this idea of, hey, there's this certainty, um, I guess there's this certain path, there's this guaranteed path, there's this safe path, and then there's this other path that you like to do. And for me to just say, hey, I know what I want. I know what I like. And I'm going to pick that. And I'm, I'm willing to fail and uh, just figure it out. I think that that's the best feeling that I'm going to carry with me for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Keep the positives. Right. And Especially just, the first positive. Right. And, and of course, I want to say this too for someone. Because I have trained consultants and coaches to... to to earn, I guess, to build their own business in the past. And something that I think we may not understand, you know, thinking, I guess, having that perspective from parents and 
loved ones around us is that when we have an idea, when we have when we have this little business idea or little any idea, maybe it's not just business, and it's just so small, it's just in our head, it's a thought, then we may expect other people to consider it or invest in it as heavily as we do. And I think that's that's something that makes people disappointed. Mm-hmm. Because I mean right, there is the mindset, isn't there? So you've got this little idea and you can see what it can grow into I mean, this huge uh, mammoth of the thing, but mm-hmm. and it's it's nothing to do with the individual. It's just that they 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 will see it still as this small idea, as where there will be a, a, other people think will be on the same boat as you and say, yeah, wow, that can be huge. Exactly, and and I used to I used to expect I used to expect my parents and other people just say, hey, why don't you see this? Um, this is this is this amazing. Idea. This has so much potential. Oh, uh, I I would feel so disappointed. I was just like, oh my god, you you can't see this. And, and of course, looking back, I'm thinking, cause I've been presented with a lot of, you know, I've, I've been on the other side now. I've been, uh, I've coached people on building their own businesses also. And, and I've seen people just coming up with an idea and I just think, oh, well, this is how it feels like. So someone says, Hey, we're so passionate about our idea, but they have to know that they're the one that's going to be the most passionate about their idea, not anyone else. I mean, I couldn't agree more. I mean, there's there's only one driving force behind your own ideas, and that's yourself. Exactly, and you can get a lot of help. Especially, you can. I found that you can get a lot more help when you take some actions yourself. Because if you don't believe it, then you can't expect other people to believe it. Yeah. Um, and how is it that you um, you now help other entrepreneurs become superhumans? Mm-hmm. Um, and help, help them build a business out of it. What is it that you do now? How do you apply what you've learned in your experience? Yeah, absolutely. So I help I help entrepreneurs hack their biology. So it's, it's by altering life functions. So they live an exceptional, healthy life. And altering life functions are, you know, life functions meaning eating, sleeping, exercising. And uh, the, the, the reason that came about was that I was, so there was also, you know, in that turning point that I had, from going from the guaranteed path to just building my own business, I, I had three part-time jobs. And I had also a couple of leadership positions, including co- being co-director of sponsorship for TEDx and just doing so many different things. And I was, I remember I was reading, there was a there was a period of time, I think it was like a 60 or 80 days that I read one book a day. I was... Um, I had goals in the. You must be a fast reader. Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> so I had. Uh, I had. I was doing. I was reading a lot. I was uh, contributing a lot to a life organization. I was picking up projects, random projects, doing things that even wasn't my strength, just to figure out like what is it that I want to do for the rest of my life. And and so it was busy. It was super busy. It, it was so busy that I would run from one appointment to the other. Like that's how I was managing my day because yeah. I needed to somehow make time. And so other people would see this, a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of other people in my social groups who were business owners, they would see me and they would see my lifestyle and just say, hey, how is that? possible <laughs> and how do you do it all 
how can you do it? Not that it's a good thing to do at all. I think it's good to do one or two things really well. And again, for them, it was just very exciting thinking, okay, how does he manage to do these all and balance his life? And it was about the routines that I learned from influencers in, in the biohacking industry. And, and I would do those routines and I would do exercises. I would change my diet so that my diet was carrying my, I guess my um, biology was carrying me uh, through all those busy life or busy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And, and for people was just so, people were so curious. They were asking, oh, so how'd you do it? And so I, I started just for free. I started telling people, hey, this is what I do. And people got results. And I thought, oh, well, can I monetize this? And so I did it. I, you know, I created a business out of it. And I guess, well, I'm going to ask something quite frank. So mm-hmm. looking back then and uh, then to now, was it worth it? Was it worth it to do what? To be where you are now. Uh, rather than be a dentist oh absolutely i still think about it i still think about it and i just there's this uh really peaceful feeling in in just i i feel it every day maybe i i don't talk about it with everyone because maybe it's just so much about myself and it's so good (laughs) so good sensation of knowing that you made the right decision exactly and just trusted Um, myself yeah i mean it's got it, it knowing that and knowing that you're doing you're doing well now has got to it's got to be that you just it's like a, a constant pat on the back exactly it is and looking back over everything um that doesn't matter whether it was when you were training or it could have been something this morning what what would you say is the biggest um the biggest thing to, the biggest tip or your biggest tip for people who are, are looking who are in the same position as what you were uh, in this big dilemma uh, and wanting to push forward with a passion of theirs and something that know, they know is one of their strengths. Yeah, I would say the biggest challenge or the biggest growth that I needed, and I think that may be very universal just by based on, based on trainings uh, I've done with people building their own businesses, is that just say, hey, um, I want to be self-reliant. I want to be trusted in myself and my ideas, and I'm okay with whatever happens. I think if you can do that, then you'll set yourself up for something big. Thank you very much. Yeah. So if people want to chew your ear off, uh, how, the, how can they get in touch with you? So I have, uh, so they can, people can find me on Facebook. I'm very active on Facebook on my profile page and so it's arvin.ks so my arvin um, that's that's the profile username and then if you just, just search for arvin kamsay there's a there's my facebook page and also my profile page very active on those that's where they can find me there's also my website arvinkamsay.com and i have i have actually you know we talked about we talked about just the self idea of self-reliant and um what to do in the, all those challenging times i have a video that i created and it's based on all the experiences i've had and what i learned from from my mentors and so they can also i can also if you want i can just uh share share the link with you later so you can put it in the uh, show notes or they just can go on my website and on top of the top of the page they can download it as well 
And there you have it, a video version of this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, Avin, thank you very much um, for that. It was very insightful. Thanks, thanks for sharing your story. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Uh, that's it for another episode of The Turning Point. I've been your host, Daniel Moore, and our guest today has been Avin Kamsay. 